Greetings listeners and welcome to the rabbit hole. I'm here to discuss a topic which is addressed within the play My Children, My Africa by Atolf Ugard. So this topic that we'll be looking into is the psychology behind radicalization during the apartheid era. In essence, we're going to be unpacking the influences and reasons behind radicalization and try to get into the head of a person driven to take up this extreme form of protest. In order to understand why it happened, we first need to know exactly what radicalization is, both in and out of context. So, radicalization is often portrayed in literature as being negative and violent, and while this is often the case, there are non-violent examples and it can bring about positive change, though it upsets many people because violence is highly regarded as being the wrong way to solve the problem. It can occur with just one person, but it is generally a group that makes the definition and spurs the movement on. When people go to extreme measures with regard to issues within, for example, religion, politics or social functions, we call this terrorism and slap a warning label on it. But if we look a little deeper and try to understand what causes radicalization, we might be able to look at the word with a little less scorn. Now, the concept of radicalization is a bit like the old tease of, if your friend jumped into a fire, would you follow them? Much research has been done in regard to this subject, and what has been determined is that a person is much more likely to take higher risks when in a group as opposed to when one is alone. And this is a phenomenon which we call group polarization. This comes up in a lot of different situations, and if we look at religious extremists, take ISIS fighters for example, they never work alone. Once a person with particularly strong beliefs finds another person or persons who share the same view, their ideas are strengthened that much more until they start to become extreme. These extremists spur each other on, each looking to outdo the other while gaining resolve for their cause. They are willing to go further, work harder, and even die for their ideals because they have other people around them willing to do the same. Now, if we look to My Children, My Africa, towards the end of the play we can see a clear escalation as this process begins to take place and the youth of South Africa rise up against the apartheid government. The audience witnesses its direct consequences close up through the violent death of Mr M and through Tommy's decision to join the youth movement, but through the entire play one can pick up hints through the atmosphere and happenings amongst the township communities. Resistance against apartheid began with literature and peaceful forms of protest, but toward the end, the situation began to get violent. Government buildings were bombed, tires were burned in the streets, violent protests led to the deaths of hundreds, and hell was brought upon both sides. During the apartheid, people were separated from their friends and family, had their rights taken away, and were treated like dirt for the simple fact of the pigment beneath their skin. This, of course, meant that tensions were on a constant high. People were angry. People were vengeful. So it wasn't hard to find a like-minded person in this situation, and that's exactly what people began to do. After years of oppression and discrimination, they'd had enough. Retaliation groups began to emerge, some in the form of political parties, such as the ANC with its armed wing, and some merely informal groups of people who were willing to lay down their lives for the freedom of their country's people. Towards the end of apartheid was when these groups really began to rise, 
using violent riots and trying large-scale moves such as their attempt to overwhelm the prison system. The government would call them terrorists, and they would call themselves liberators. It is all we can do to decide for ourselves. In the end, it was ultimately a combination of pressures from both the entire community as a whole and other countries worldwide that won the fight against apartheid and brought a new era to South Africa. Whether the extremism that got us to where we stand now was necessary, and many people will disagree, insisting that peace could have brought about change in its own time, is a subject of debate, but one thing is clear. Radicalization is not always a negative outcome. Thank you for listening and good luck on your way out of this rabbit hole.